0: Hello all you gore fiends and horror hounds, this is Brett from Dimension Z, joining us I Am Every Day this month by Greg of the Dead. How you doing man?
1: Doing good, how's it going?
0: Awesome, I'm doing groovy.
1: Yeah! Hail to the King, baby.
0: Yeah. Holy shit. I'm so glad I finally got to watch this again. I haven't seen this since I was probably like 19 I think. Like I remember renting it from Family do- uh, Family Video and watching it and being like, oh this was awesome and I watched it like a couple more times after that and then just, you could never find it.
1: No, you can't find it on anything because I had never seen this movie and you found it a while ago and you're like, oh I want to do My Name is Bruce. I'm like, we're gonna have to do it in person because I can't find it anywhere except for on eBay for more than I feel like paying for it. Yeah. And then I was at Ides, which is this cool, like, Record, movie, and collectible store in Pittsburgh. And I found a screener only copy,
0: (laughs) which is awesome. Didn't you say it had like the cool, like, for your consideration type things in it? Yeah, it
1: had a bunch of stuff like that. Every now and then, like every 15 minutes or so, for 10 seconds, it would turn black and white and have on the bottom (laughs) for screening purposes only, not for resale or distribution and things like that. Like, oh, this is kind of a cool version. I like it. That's
0: pretty awesome. I like that. I got the, my version is actually, I got from Goodwill and it's, uh has family dollar sticker uh, a family um, video sorry video. on the uh, DVD and it also still came with the comic book.
1: Yeah so Dark Horse actually which is a comic book company is who put this movie out which I found interesting. I never knew they were in the business of movies.
0: No me neither.
1: So I'm assuming that's how it got the comic book deal and everything.
0: I'm guessing yeah. But uh, I was just so like surprise that was still in there. It's like the um, My Bloody Valentine 3D that I found at Goodwill, and it still had the 3D glasses in it.
1: Yeah, that is a rare find if things actually have the extras in them when you get them secondhand.
0: Yeah, I love it. So, I mean, initial thoughts, what did you think of it?
1: I really enjoyed it. It was fun, because, I mean... I don't know how much I'd like it if I wasn't such a huge Bruce Campbell fan, because I can't answer that question. But as a big Bruce Campbell fan, I thought it was a lot of fun. It's not overly meta, but just enough as you need it to be for a story like this. And it kind of has that Ash versus Evil Dead flair to it a little more than actual Evil Dead or anything. So, like, I enjoyed it.
0: I definitely got, like, whiffs of Ash vs. Evil Dead through this. Especially, like, he's living in the camper. That it's, like, the silver chrome camper. Uh, he's still kind of playing a washed-up guy like Ash is in Ash vs. Evil Dead. Like, it's really good. Uh, there's definitely some parts that are aged.
1: Yeah, there's, def- there's definitely some parts that even I was watching. I was like, huh.
0: It's it's that different
1: since 2007, huh?
0: Yeah, things have changed that much of, like, there's the, um... I'm assuming we're talking
1: about the Chinese guy, right?
0: Well, the uh, Chinese guy, um, the fact that Ted Raimi plays a Chinese guy.
1: Yes, a very, like, let's just straight up say racist caricature of a Chinese guy, yes.
0: Very stereotypical, yes. Um you get the gay couple, which the whole joke is that they're rednecks, but they're together.
1: Yeah, they're like hurdy her, there's gay people. I'm like, oh yeah, we've it's definitely been a bit since two thousand seven, I guess.
0: Which actually those two are fun because it's Danny Hicks and Timothy Quill, redneck guy from Evil Dead 2 and the blacksmith from Army of Darkness. Now, they have the little exchange of, like, well, yeah, Bruce is fine, but you yeah, know, that blacksmith in Arby of Darkness, he's the real hero.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if you didn't get the, who they were, they spell it out for you. There's no yeah. subtle Easter eggs in here.
0: No. Alright, so,
1: yeah, my name is Bruce from 2007, rated R, with... Did he get all three?
0: No, Um, Bruce Campbell directed it and produced it. Uh, Mark Verhaden... Uh, wrote it.
1: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Which he also did The Mask. Oh, really? Yeah, he wrote The Mask. Oh, that's cool. But
1: Bruce also starred in it, so that's gotta count for something.
0: It's a semi-Edward trifecta.
1: Yeah, it's uh, the Bruce Campbell trifecta.
0: Which I actually do like that Bruce handed the writing duty off to someone else, so it's not just him. Because you could definitely tell... like. If he had wrote this, it was like, oh, it's just him blowing himself. Look, he's like, oh, I'm the big action hero. Everyone loves me. So it's almost better that someone else wrote it.
1: I mean, I'd still say it's a straight up vanity project, but I enjoy it. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's definitely the it's a Bruce Campbell vehicle. It's like how Beer League is like just a way to get Artie Lang into a movie. The movie itself is okay. You're there to see Artie Lang. Here you're see here to see Bruce Campbell.
1: Exactly. And we weren't going to do this whole 31 days of Halloween without having Bruce Campbell show up in a movie.
0: Oh, no, we have to. And there's just, and it's perfect because he gets like every movie in there.
1: Yes, because somehow the one Sam Raimi movie we picked is like the one that he's not in. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, we we have to backtrack. Get get Bruce in there.
0: Yeah, we don't have Sam, but we have Ted and three different roles.
1: (laughs) Yes, we do. You want to kick into this thing?
0: Yes, let's record this fucker.
1: Alright, so it starts off about this weird song about the (laughs) mining accident in the town of Goldlick, Oregon.
0: Wandy is his name.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And these goth kids are driving around drinking, and they're gonna go to the cemetery to meet up with two girls. And our main character, Jeff, is obsessed with Bruce Campbell movies, and... The other guy, his friend Clayton's making fun of him I'm like, I told you to knock knock it off with this monster movie crap. I want to point out he's just realizing, oh, he's still into Bruce Campbell and all this as much. The kid's wearing a Bubba Hotep shirt.
0: Yeah, and his entire room is decked out in nothing but Bruce Campbell stuff.
1: Yeah, it's a little little to the extreme. Like, I know you love Bella Lugosi, yeah. but it would be weird if I came to your house and you had this much Bella Lugosi things in your room.
0: Oh, well, trust me. If I could afford it, I probably would. We were at a con <laughs> the- and we saw Bella Lugosi's autograph for like a thousand dollars. And I was almost like, I bet you, I could sell my car.
1: <laughs> but was the they? He's going through all the movies in the car. His friend, he does, says, <laughs> Ebert wouldn't wipe his crack his crack with this crap. And I thought you'd enjoy that line.
0: Yeah, that was pretty funny. They got a. Uh, Cisco and Ebert thing in there of, like, Cisco wouldn't even uh, give a thumbs up, let alone wipe his ass with it.
1: You old-school throbbing with horror listeners will enjoy that. Yeah, but,
0: fuck Cisco and Ebert.
1: He says, you like Bubba Hotep? Everyone liked Bubba Hotep!
0: <laughs> I love that line. He's like, well, Bubba Hotep was okay. He's like, everyone loves that movie! <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they get to the graveyard, and they meet the Debbies. It's Big Debbie and Little Debbie.
0: Yes, which it's... Uh, Two goth girls, one's very short and one's extremely tall. And I love Clayton says something about, like, oh, no, you can have Little Debbie, I want to go mountain climbing.
1: Yes. <laughs> and so Jeff and Little Debbie break off together. They're walking around just kicking <laughs> over gravestones for no reason.
0: Reminded me of Plan 9 for a second, of just these, gr- they're like, these are ancient! And then she kicks it over and it's just literally, l- like, setting on the ground. <laughs> it's not buried. <laughs> Wasn't a
1: lot of this set filmed in Bruce's backyard?
0: Yes, it was. Um, He built the town back there, all these scenes. Like, a lot of this movie was filmed in his backyard. It was really a passion project for him.
1: Yeah, that's really cool. I love that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and because real quick, they were going to um do one, a sequel, which there's still stirrings every once in a while of. Of it was Bruce Campbell versus the uh, Universal Monsters and it was going to be Bruce Campbell versus Frankenstein was going to be the title.
1: Oh, that would have been incredible.
0: Yeah, I remember reading about that when I was like 19, and even then I was like, wow, that'd be amazing. And here I am all these years later, like, wow, that'd be amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But Jeff and Little Debbie are walking around being hooligans, and Jeff starts using the Bruce Campbell lines on her, like, Hail to the King, come on, give me some sugar, baby. and does not work just like any real human using these lines, and he just gets spit on.
0: Yeah, she literally spits on him and runs away laughing, and he's like, God damn it, how didn't this work? It works in the movies! <laughs> you mean the movies lied?
1: The, oh, <laughs> wrong movie. But Jeff pulls this weird gold amulet off this boarded-up mine shaft, and this demon samurai, who's currently unnamed, but Gwondi, comes out and throws little Debbie across the graveyard into the car.
0: Yeah, it, well, it's, a, it's like almost um Black Sunday, where they just all of a sudden take the, like, tablet thing with the prayers on it. They're like, ah, souvenir of the witch. We'll keep this because we're rich. He's just like, huh, cool, magical weird amulet.
1: Yes, in the graveyard that has a mining shaft because of this giant accident that killed all these people. Okay. Yeah, but,
0: and this is like your town's big thing, is that there was this accident and a lot of Chinese people got buried in this mine. Yes. And, are you going to touch the amulet with the dragon on it? <laughs> but the uh,
1: Guandi cuts Clayton's hand right off and then beheads no. Big Debbie with his oh. scythe.
0: Because... Uh, Clayton's getting a handful of Big Debbie boob, and she gets his hand cut off, and the hand stays there, and of course, Debbie's like, rah!
1: (laughs) Yep, then her head goes off, then Clayton's head goes off, and Jeff drives away in his car. Yes. Which, should we point out the car?
0: Oh, is it the Delta?
1: I believe so. I'm not positive. It's not yellow. (laughs) I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's not the exact color that I know, so I have no idea, but it looks like it.
1: Yes. Yes. And then we cut to our hero, Bruce Campbell, filming this cheesy monster action movie.
0: It's Cave Alien 2. (laughs) Yes.
1: He's like, so why am I sitting here working on a sequel of a movie that no one even liked the first one?
0: (laughs) And it's great because it looks like it's being shot in a basement. Um, They definitely play it over the top of like the big monsters in the rubber suit jump out, but, like, the head's all wrong, and you see a guy, like, putting the head back on. At one point, Bruce Campbell's getting, like, uh, sprayed with slime, like he does in every movie, and you see the one guy's hand in the frame throwing the cup of slime on him, and...
1: This definitely reminds me of some, like, shitty, like, 70s movie that came out, and they crowdfunded it in the 2000s to get a sequel, and, like, they raised enough money, they somehow got Bruce Campbell to sign on to it, and that's where we are here.
0: It's just so great, because it looks like it's in a basement. They're supposed to be in a cave.
1: (laughs) He starts hitting on his co-star in between takes, and he yells at the assistant, Hey, we're out of lemon water. Oh, I'll go get you some. And he goes out and pisses in a bottle, and the co-star blows him off. He brings him the piss back, tells him it's water. He's like, Hey, it's warm! But he just drinks it. I don't know why it grosses me out so bad. It's like the guy in Hatchet drinking his own piss. Something about piss drinking just churns my stomach, and I wish movies would stop doing it.
0: It also doesn't help that the dude is like 500 pounds.
1: Yeah. Something. I don't know. I'm just not a fan of it.
0: Yeah. And it is just so great. Cause he's like, I'll, live in water. I'll give you some living water. And it's the 500 pound guy just goes in the corner to pee in the bottle. Doesn't try to hide. Like everyone sees you, but I guess no one cares. Cause they're like, Bruce Campbell is an asshole.
1: Yeah. To that point, he goes outside and all the fans are just mobbing him. And he's, asking him all these questions like I don't know ask Sam Raimi and he's signing things like
0: <laughs> I love the one it's like uh how did Bruce get his shotgun back in the cave in Army of Darkness he's like I don't know ask Sam
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's signing things he gives deodorant to some of them this guy in <laughs> a wheelchair comes up he's like hey give me an autograph like very entitled he signs he goes he misspells his name like it's Jerry but he does it with a G he fixes it for us. That's it. You can't do a better one than that. He just kicks him down like the hill, and you hear a big crash behind him and everything.
0: Well, because he's like, you don't have a younger picture than of you than this, because it's like Bruce Campbell in like Army of Darkness days. He's like, do you like rawhide? It's like, yeah. So, well, you know, you got to keep those doggies rolling, and he kicks the Vietnam wheelchair guy down the street, and you hear like the Foley like Rah! crash in the background. <laughs>
1: I mean, it's classic.
0: Oh, it's so great.
1: Next, we cut to a strip club, and we're introduced to Ted Raimi, which threw me <laughs> off because he's not playing Ted Raimi.
0: No, he's playing um, Bruce's agent, where well, Bruce is playing Bruce, a character of himself, but it's still Bruce. But yeah, Ted's three people in this movie. None of them them are him.
1: Which, any if it was anyone else playing someone else, I'd buy it, but Bruce and Ted Raimi are so connected to me. I'm like, why isn't he playing Ted Raimi? Yeah. But no, he's playing his manager, Miles. And Bruce is complaining about his recent movie castings. And he goes, well, I got you a real cool role for your birthday. Just you wait. Like, something good's coming up for you. And Bruce is like, oh, yeah, I bet. Cutting back to Goldlick. This mom and son are in a van. They're driving along. Guan Di, the big Chinese demon, stops. Because the mom gets out of the car. Is about to kill the son. But <laughs> stops when he sees the son is eating bean curd.
0: Yeah, well, the, son, the kid's, like, in the car with Mom. It's like, I don't really like this, Mom. It's like, well, you scored the winning goal. You can have as much as you want. And it's like, I don't want any of it. And then, like you said, Gwondi uh, was about to kill the kid, but he's just like, oh, no, bean curd. And then, like, bows to the kid and, like, saunters away.
1: <laughs> Cut back to Bruce pushing his car back home to his Airstream trailer he lives in
0: yeah which is great and it's um the like shitty mailbox with Bruce Campbell like spray painted on the side of it he goes inside the entire place is a wreck um he doesn't have uh Eli the bearded dragon in this one he has a dog that loves whiskey i guess and did you notice the name of the whiskey no it's shimps
1: oh that's awesome
0: which is a huge thing in the Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi universe. If you know, you know. I'm currently drinking a PBR out of my Shimp's Beer, uh, beer koozie.
1: Also, uh, basically, based on the Three Stooges, how there was the fake Shimps, and so many people dropped out of Evil Dead, they called everyone who stepped in to play someone else a, a fake Shimp.
0: Yeah, which honestly, I love sh- uh, Shimp. Shimp's awesome. In the Three yeah. Stooges world. He's okay. Curly Joe sucks. I like Curly. No, not Curly. Curly Joe. Oh, I'm not. He even was sure, after Shemp. Yeah, he was after oh, okay. Shemp. That is the horrible part because the, he was like a drama queen. He would, you know, how the whole thing with the Stooges is—they smack each other. He's like, "Well, yes. I don't want to get hit." Well, then get a new job. That's why I love Shimp. He's awesome. He added a lot to it, but fucking Joe sucks.
1: Dude, Three Stooges and Evil Dead kind of go hand-in-hand there, to be honest. That's like all the Evil Dead 2 humor and everything.
0: It's like they, uh, all Three Stooges formed into one person, and that person is Bruce Campbell. Exactly. I mean, who else is, like, keeping Flapstick alive more than this guy?
1: No, Mr. Bean, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, (laughs) but... Pro tip, do not give your dogs whiskey, it is poisonous.
0: Oh, yeah, that's horrible.
1: But he's watching TV, and there's this Hollywood, like, entertainment tonight, like, spoof, report running a Where Are They Now segment, and Bruce is, like, always excited to see, like, where this sorry sap is, and then he realizes it's him.
0: Yeah, well, he's like, yeah, he's about to turn the TV off. He's like, oh, who cares about these Hollywood idiots? And it's like, oh, Bruce Campbell. He's like, oh, well, in that case...
1: It's just like running him down. Like, just as low budget sci fi, a wasted potential, like it was once a promising career, divorced. Yeah. Or the- Oh, he's, like, shrinking down into the couch. They get super drunk after seeing this.
0: It's great, because he's, like, washed up, am I? Um, Pathetic, am I? And he's, like, chugging that first bottle of shimps. Then he's going around, I guess he has one drink left in each other bottle. That he's running around, like, chugging that. And then he gets into the dog's water bowl, and he's, like... Uh, fuck, what's the line? It's like, is this pathetic? I'm not pathetic. And he starts laughing. <laughs> he's drinking the whiskey out of the dog bowl.
1: But he drinks all the booze and he calls his ex-wife Cheryl cool. and he starts, they're like talking. It doesn't go well. She hangs up on him and Miles is in her bed.
0: And this is Cheryl from the first Evil Dead movie. It's not her actually though, is it? Yeah, it is. It's the, really no, it's her. Mm-hmm. I'd recognize that face anywhere. Of course that's her. Oh, I wasn't sure. Nice. Yeah, Which I love that she pops back up in this and it's because Bruce is awesome like that. If he brings all of his friends that he's accumulated and be like you want to be in my tiny little movie? And like the Evil Dead fans go oh look at Cheryl and they clap.
1: (laughs) Well like the Sam Raimi Bruce Campbell universe is like a cooler kids club of like the Adam Sandler like friends universe that's in every movie.
0: Yeah, I would much rather see Cheryl than David Spade in Hawaii. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh no, I wonder if Kevin James will show up. <gasps> there he is! He's the funny fat guy! Look, he's jiggling!
1: <laughs> There's a knock on the door, and it's Jeff. He's shown up to recruit Bruce. Bruce thinks it's a movie pitch, and he tells him go away, but he knocks Bruce out and throws him in the trunk oh, and is oh. driving away with him.
0: It's so great because he like Bruce slams the door in his face. He's like, you need to come up with a better pitch than that. Then Jeff knocks again, leaves a quarter on uh, Bruce Campbell's stoop. So when Bruce Campbell opens the door again to yell, he's like, "Ooh, a shiny quarter. And he picks it up and it is just like bunk and his eyes go crossed and he falls over.
1: But he throws him in the trunk, he's driving, and once Bruce wakes up, because he's on a bumpy road, which, you a know, little slapstick bumpy road next 70 miles, Jeff is like, I'm really sorry about this, Mr. Campbell, but we really needed you. He goes, it reminds me of the time he starts talking about his movies, and Bruce's like, oh, God, you're a fan. It's finally <laughs> happened. And he's panicking.
0: Because he's looking through the stuff of the trunk, because he's like, I left you a flashlight, I left you a bottle if you have to, you know. And then he also finds a Fangoria with a, uh, Cave monster one or whatever it was on the cover, and he's like, "Oh God, it's finally happened! Help!" <laughs> but then next,
1: like this has nothing to do with anything. It's just to rack the kills up a little bit. There's this couple in a trailer. He hears a noise. The guy goes outside. pulls. The, I said not to let me in, even if I yell. And the wife's like, "Oh, you." But Guandi kills both of them. You know, nothing really for anything, but just to rack the kills up.
0: Do you know who plays Hank, the guy? No. It's Steve Carlson from the Hanson Brothers. Is it really? Yeah, he has four oh, film credits under his name the three slapshot movies, and My Name is Bruce.
1: Oh, Johnstown Represent. Hell yeah.
0: It's a part of me, like my slapshot instinct went off, and I was like, who is that? And I had to pause and I looked up the letterbox. I was like, it's fucking Steve Carlson. Holy shit. <laughs>
1: But we cut back to Jeff drive and they just crossed the city line. And then you get the, one of the other Ted Raimi characters in this movie, the town painter who always has to paint the population <laughs> sign. Since Jeff came in with Bruce, he like paints an extra like population adds the next number to it.
0: But he? Is he I think he's playing like a Frenchman, but he's just so stereotypical. Yeah. Of He has the curly mustache. He's like, oh, 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 I got to change the town population again.
1: Yeah, he's like a like a utility painter, like a, yeah. a working painter, but he's playing the part like he's an artist painter with the curly mustache, the little, like, easel. The easel Whatever the thing's called in your hand with all the colors. Like, oh, time to go
0: change. Like, he's going to paint a masterpiece, and he changes the seven to an eight or something like that. It's it's nine, and he has to change it to a three, and he just puts a little line where the bubble is on the nine. He's like, masterpiece. <laughs>
1: But Jeff and Bruce arrive in Gold Lake, he lets them out of the trunk, and there's a big hero's welcome for Bruce.
0: It's insane. Of And this is the most goober of goober towns there's ever been. This is as redneck as it gets. Oh, these people still use outhouses.
1: You remember the South Park episode where the people steal the burgers from Burger King and they take the like reenactment town hostage? Like, here in 1864? <laughs> yes! That's basically what this town is.
0: Exactly. <laughs> That's a good that is a good uh pool there.
1: But he basically gives them the primitive screwhead speech from Army of Darkness.
0: Yes. Until he thinks he realizes of like, oh, this is like my big movie script that uh Ted Raimi manager was talking about. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's exactly, he's like, oh, this must be it, because it's his birthday, because like, he says, sorry to take you, but your manager said not to get you on your birthday, or something like that, and he's like, oh, my birthday, and he thinks it's a uh, movie rule, like, I guess just doing some weird, like, indie-style filmmaking, where the whole thing's being filmed, because they have a camera on him, he's like, oh, yeah. so he's, like, constantly in character, thinking, like, it's just some <laughs> off-the-cuff movie being filmed.
0: But also, the camera they have on him is one of those old VHS- Cameras of you have to like change the
1: You'd (laughs) have like the big, like, briefcase of a case with it and everything. Your mom would bring it out on Christmas. Yeah. He's into this hot girl, Kelly, who is also Jeff's mom.
0: Yes. It's like, oh, you, uh, Jeff's sister. (laughs) One of those deals.
1: Yes. And, we cut to, sir, we have a meeting to tell you all about the monster. Okay, let's get to it. And they're gathered in the town hall, and we get this whole slideshow exposition going on here about how the town was an old gold mining town filled with lots of Chinese immigrants, but a mine accident killed a hundred of them, and they're all dead. And this is also where we get the Army of Darkness and Evil De- Jake from Evil Dead 2 moment. And yeah, I, can't, I can't quit you. <laughs> a Chinese demon was summoned to protect all the dead spirits and will kill all the descendants of those who were responsible for this mine collapse. And Bruce is like, okay, no problem. Who all here is related? And the whole town raises their hand.
0: And also, somehow, they have a picture of D. Yes. Somehow <laughs> okay. they got a picture of him. It's like in, yes. what was it Friday the 13th Part 5, where there's a picture of Jason in the newspaper? It's like, how did that work? <laughs> who took a picture of him?
1: I feel like someone took a picture and was mocked, like, almost like people who get pictures of Bigfoot, but now shit's going down, like, oh, that was actually probably a real picture.
0: Yeah, that could be true.
1: But the last Chinese descendant of those killed in the mining accident, also very problematic role played yes. by Ted Raimi, he shows up and says, Guandi <laughs> will kill all of those responsible, and he's like, goodbye, he goes, you're doomed, or something, and he's like, flick the lights, flick the lights, and then they flick, and then he the lights go off, they come back up, the town's like, he's gone, he disappeared, and Bruce's like, no, he's not, he's right there, and he's running away outside.
0: And <laughs> it's great, that scene is actually, is funny, of like, they flick the lights off and back on, he's still standing there, they do it again, they're like, oh, he disappeared, it's like, no, he's right there. <laughs>
1: Next, they're at the bar, and he's being fed, again, just like an army of darkness. You know what I mean? Like, after he kills the deadite, and the girls are, like, feeding him and fanning him and everything.
0: It looks like he's eaten an entire turkey. (laughs) Yes. Because there's this giant carcass of some bird sitting in front of him. Like, a Thanksgiving dinner, it looks like. And he finishes, he, like, sucks a bone and throws it down. He's like, maybe i can actually get something to eat around here.
1: (laughs) Also, like, someone's like, aren't you scared? He goes, you don't know, Fear Kid. You never worked with Sam Raimi. I made sure to write that line down.
0: Which, hilarious. Love that.
1: The sheriff is at the gas station we cut away. And he's yelling at his attendant to, come on, aren't you going to pump the gas? What are you doing? And perfect slasher timing. The head falls off. He's been beheaded. And then Guandi kills the sheriff. Yes. Um, Back at the bar we get the Bruce and Kelly dance. Kelly is not into him at all, but the mayor's like, <clears throat> to her, like, we got to make yeah. this guy as happy as possible. So finally they dance and uh, they keep slamming into others, and it's the typical cliche fall on to each other thing. And all of a sudden they're bonding somehow and they're on the deck together, and the kiss is interrupted by the town.
0: Well, it's great because she even. She even uh, was like, I'm a horrible dancer. And they play that up of within two minutes, they fall over three times.
1: Oh, yeah. A lot.
0: But it's great where they're about to do the, like, romantic, like, first goodnight kiss thing. And the entire town's sitting there and the mayor's, like, tapping his watch. And Bruce is like, give me a minute. (laughs) I could smell her chapstick. (laughs) But...
1: It's weapon shopping time. They take him to the gun store, and he's running down, like, every type of weapon. Like, oh, if you want this, I recommend going on the whole spiel and everything. And the mayor's like, I'm sure Mr. Campbell can tell us what weapon he wants. He's like, oh, yeah, I'll take the... Nineteen twelve backslider like doesn't know either. Just as bad as
0: I am at knowing it is how he is. It's like the Evil Dead thing of like uh, the uh, you know fourteen ninety two black slider. <laughs> but I can tell you don't have that here, so I'll go with this longbow. It's like a uh, long barrel, long barrel. <laughs>
1: yeah, he gets a pistol, and that's pretty much that. Jeff oh, gives a custom. P-
0: tr- Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, because the um couple of Danny Hicks and the blacksmith from Army of Darkness are the two that run the gun shop. They're like, oh, after this, we we'll are be able to move to San Francisco. They're yeah, like throwing it, the money it, up in the air.
1: <laughs> yeah, it hits on a lot of that stuff. <laughs> We're just going to jump over. <laughs> um, But Jeff's like, I have one more thing for you, and gives him a custom-made chainsaw. Edward's like, you know, something about... Working all those movies with chainsaws, you come to know something. They're just too damn heavy. He (laughs) just doesn't
0: take it. They're too heavy and they're bulky. Yeah, and you can tell he's super let down because he's like, he even said, "I made this specially for you." Yeah. Oh well.
1: Bruce doesn't care. Bruce, Jeff, and the mayor and a small militia go out hunting for Guandi. Remember, Bruce still thinks this is just uh, all fake.
0: Which is also, so he's just like, the someone is like, here's this cha- prop chainsaw that we're going to have you use in the movie. He's like, nah.
1: I have a question. Yeah. So, Jeff is obsessed with Bruce Campbell. He's like, he, he's the real deal. He can do it.
0: As any normal person would be, yes. Does the whole town not understand the concept of acting? I know. and Well, he's like, because uh, the mom is like, Jeff has talked the whole town into thinking you're this big hero. It's like, so the teenager said that his favorite actor is like, for real.
1: Yeah, and no one besides the mom seems to have
0: any doubts. No, they're all just like, I get that you live in a like, rural, a rural town and you're like, cut off from a lot of things, but... You would think you would still know what the moving pictures are, and that that is an actor.
1: Yeah, do do they think every time he pops his VHS in that Bruce Campbell, like, gets real small
0: and goes and dances on his TV and kills deadites? It's like, oh god, I hope he wins this time. He won last time, but you never know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, that's all. I just
1: wanted to make sure I didn't do this whole episode without, like, does
0: nobody get it? No, well, it's also, they do play it up really like care like over the top of these people are like rednecks
1: yes but yeah bruce jeff the mayor and the small militia go out hunting guan d they find him and guan d just beheads the guy right there and that's where it sinks in and bruce realizes it's all real and he goes retreat and everyone's running away (laughs) bruce is shooting back and accidentally shoots a bunch of people as they're running away
0: Where the mayor is like, he yells, he's like, stop shooting, because he does, he shoots like three different people, and you get the um, Wilhelm scream during one of them. Yes,
1: you do. Yep.
0: He gets to a truck, he's like,
1: I thought people in the country left their keys in the car. He tries hot-wiring a truck, but he gets zapped. Then he steals a kid's bike, throws him off, and drives away. (laughs) Only for a little bit, though, because then he carjacks an old lady. He's driving, then he runs out of gas, and finally he makes it back to town.
0: Yeah, where it's just like, it's just piling up on top of like, oh, number one, he's abandoned everybody there. Then he steals a bike from a little kid, and then steals a car from a little old lady and, like, throws her on the ground. He's like, beat it, Grandma! <laughs> he makes it back to the
1: town and hops on the back of a truck as it's driving away as he's chased away by the town torches and well, pitchforks.
0: They do the great fake-out where he goes to jump on the back of one truck. And he's like, oh, fuck all you, you goddamn rednecks, like, uh shove it up your ass, I'm out of here! And then the truck just turns and parks right there again, and he's like, shit! And he runs and gets on the back of another truck. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then we have Painter Ted going to fix the sign, because now Bruce is left and people have died. But then, he's killed by Guandi. but in his last <laughs> dying breath, fixes the population sign and dies.
0: Well, at this point, so many people are dying, he's gotten sick of repainting numbers, so he just puts a nail in there and puts, like, the uh, numbers that you'll boof, uh, get for like your house numbers, he just yeah. puts that on there, and then it is. It's just the great comedy scene of like he's like, oh no, I'm dying. I better put the zero on there, <laughs> <laughs> and then he even like taps it, and he, you hear him go like, yeah, and then he dies. Like his life work is over now.
1: <laughs> Someone else is gonna have to take care of the sign from now on.
0: Well, I don't know how to paint. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He gets back home. Okay, he can relax now, right? No, he gets home and realizes what his life's like. He gets a message from Cheryl about the alimo- alimony payments increasing. He gets script for Cave Alien 3 and 4. And he opens that
0: <laughs> and just screams. He's like, get ready for back-to-back in, like, New Zealand or wherever. And he's like, no, no. And then we get a knock at the door, I believe. And then... It's basically, like, you know, it's like the singing telegram from Clue, but it's a prostitute.
1: Yeah, a singing prostitute from Mills. That was his actual birthday present. Yes. He gets a call from Jeff, and Jeff's like, I want to thank you. I know now I have to do it alone. And he's getting all badass, putting on his gothy makeup and spikes. He's going to take <laughs> out Guan D on his own.
0: It's like in Death Gasm when the one guy went to go save them. He's like, wait a minute. How long did it take you to put that makeup on? That has to be at least 20 minutes. So you stopped to put makeup on, then came to save us? <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Then, I love this. I should have seen it coming, but we get the angel and devil on a shoulder.
0: Oh, it's so great. I just love, like, because, of course, Bruce Campbell plays both the angel and the devil, and the angel Bruce is like, Come on, Bruce! We gotta go save them! And the devil's like, Fuck them! And he's grabbing his crotch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> eventually he gets a ride back to gold lick with the singing prostitute and he gets back and kelly is burning all of jeff's bruce campbell stuff and bruce like hey that's a special edition one like action figure that's thrown into the fire
0: which i'm sitting there being like okay i get being mad at him sell the stuff also i did notice because she's like throwing all this stuff in the fire If you pay attention, most of it's just, like, blank pieces of paper that are balled up. She'll grab, like, a poster here and there, but other than the action figure, it's all, like, just blank pieces of paper. Oh, yeah, definitely. We don't actually want to burn this stuff. This stuff is worth a lot of money.
1: (laughs) We get the big apology scene, and it seems to almost be working, and he goes... Uh, and now I didn't mean for Jeff to go out on his own after Guandi, and Kelly didn't know Jeff was going after Gwandi. and So Bruce is standing at this big speech, and she's like, then why are we here right now and you're giving me this sad speech? And they take off in the truck after Jeff.
0: Well, and there's also this great thing throughout the entire movie of every time Bruce Campbell's about to kiss her, she's like, move the hand, because he's grabbing her ass, and every time he's like, oh, I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> but... They find Jeff's car outside of the Chinese graveyard. By the way, this whole town switches from day to night like no tomorrow.
0: Oh, yes. Yeah, this is like Ed Wood movie quality of just like, yeah, it's day to night to day to night. How many days does it like take over this? You know?
1: Yeah, but they find him. is there too. Ash... (laughs) <laughs> Not Ash, Bruce, shoots Wandi. <laughs> <Blondie. laughs> See, it would happen to me too. I would also go to him for help. And Jeff's going through all these scripts for ideas while Bruce distracts him. And Kelly gets an idea and they steal. She goes to the Chinese man's
0: house, the descendant, and
1: steals his bean curd.
0: Because that's all he eats.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Well, I, lo- I do love the little thing of, um, he's sitting in there eating, uh, his dinner, which is the bean curd, and he's watching bowling, and the guy misses, he's like, you can't bowl for shit!
1: <laughs> he comes out after Kelly steals his bean curd, like like, Guandi serves me, and all this kind of stuff, but no, he just gets killed by him right there.
0: And it's the big, yeah, build-up of, like, he's my servant, he told, I tell him what to do, and then he turns around, and he's like, hi, Guandi." oh, shit! So, two times Ted Raimi's killed in this movie.
1: Yes, two times killed. But three times acted. They yes. make the plan, and they're going to get him into the mineshaft and blow it up, put him back into his resting place. And they set explosives <laughs> while Bruce is throwing bean curd at him, and he catches each one. He won't attack when there's bean <laughs> curd at risk.
0: I love because, yeah, he's the... Um god of bean curd there's a god for everything he's the god of bean curd and he like carefully stacks each one like carefully placing it um because the big plan is they're distracting while he's distracting while they put the dynamite in the mine shaft which is a great line where Bruce is like you don't have to have any dynamite do you and the mom's like no and Jeff's like I do (laughs) <laughs> but there's also, he has the big cardboard stand-up of Bruce Campbell from the Old Spice particles. It's great, and he, he's like, hello, I'm over here, watching <laughs> with the cutout to distract Juan a- D. La-da-da-da-da, I'm just taking a walk in the woods, La-da-da-da-da. It's so funny.
1: <laughs> but they use the cardboard cutout to lure him to the mine shaft. He walks right up to it, but doesn't fall for it. He doesn't go in. So Bruce does the hero move and pushes him in, and they're fighting, and Jeff, like, eventually
0: sacrifices Bruce and sets off the dynamite. Because he's like, the mom's like, blow it up. And Jeff's like, I can't blow it up. It's Bruce Campbell. It's like, I know he's the greatest actor that's ever lived, but we must do this to stop the demon.
1: (laughs) But Bruce survives and he puts the amulet back and he goes, next time you unleash an ancient demon, call that Buffy chick.
0: Yeah, funny line. (laughs)
1: Yeah, especially for 2007 and Guandi jumps back out and grabs Bruce and then it cuts to Bruce telling Mills they need a happy ending this won't work so it gets very like <laughs> as he's showing the movie to them and then like a happy ending I don't know something nice and it cuts to a very rich Bruce Kelly and their happy son Jeff like in front of a mansion like this great place and everything and it's horribly green screened <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's, it's purposely bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, well, what could be a happier ending than that? And then Guandi rips out of the screen, grabs Bruce, and then credits. Yes. But did you get the mid-credits scene?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't think uh, so. Guandi
1: just kills the two singers who are singing the song the whole time.
0: Oh, nice. Guandi <laughs> is his name. <laughs> and that is My Name is Bruce. <laughs>
1: It's a weird time.
0: Uh, Oh, it's weird as shit. I'm so glad I finally found it again and own it because it's been so many years since I've seen it. I don't see me, like, next week wanting to throw it back in, but in a couple years, I might be like, what was that movie again? It is so weird. If you love Bruce Campbell, it's just chock full of all that stuff, of course. Um, It's like almost how uh, Wes Craven tried doing Scream before Scream with New Nightmare. It's like they're almost like touching their feet into like, well, could we do a really comedic version of Ash? Because there's a lot that seems to carry over to the show. I feel like this was slightly ahead of its time because a few years later, you got things like
1: this is the end. And then like yeah. th- this past year, the unbearable weight to massive talent. Like you had right. these movies with celebrities playing like a caricature of themselves. And this was just a little early. You know what I mean?
0: Here, Bruce Campbell's ahead of the curve.
1: <laughs> and always. Alright, well, you want to get into the end of episode
0: stuff? Yes, let's get into the Count of the Dead. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
1: Alright, Throbbing the Horror Count of the Dead tallies up all the deaths in a movie. Where do you think we got with My Name is Bruce?
0: I know Ted Raimi died at least twice.
1: <laughs> yes. And remember those two I told you mid-credits, I counted them.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say 14.
1: Fucking right, it's fourteen. There you really? go.
0: Holy yeah, shit! I, I didn't right.
1: get this one. Yeah, because this one had a lot of like people getting yeah. shot and dying, like off screen. I so, am Brett's not getting this one. There is a lot and of little job. quick
0: ones, like you said, yeah. uh, the Hanson brother getting killed, in the uh, camper with his um wife. <laughs> yeah, well done. Fuck yeah! Well, that's great. Scout of the dead. Ah ah ah! And now we're getting to my ratings from Dimension Z. Oh, so basically I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through ten, one being the worst and 10 being the best. Now think of that thing right now. Okay, so, Greg, you have accidentally released a demon onto the world, and you have to that- go and grab a celebrity to help you. Sounds likely. Okay. Okay, so a number one version of, of a celebrity that you're going to get the, like you're trying to get the most help from them. Like you're trying to be like, okay, what's a great action star maybe, but you had a brain fart and you're just thinking like, I don't know. You're thinking trauma for some reason. You're like uh, Joe Flyshaker. Fuck. God it. No, he wouldn't be good. He could barely get off the ground too late. That's your hero that has to come and save you.
1: I thought you were going to say Lloyd. I'm like, I love the guy, but no,
0: no, no, you get Joe Flyshaker, the uh, famous 500 pound character actor.
1: Okay. He's dead, though.
0: Yes, but let's say he was alive. <laughs> that makes it even worse. That's my yeah. help. It's a 500 pound corpse. Okay. The number 10 version of the celebrity, the like number one version that you're going to want. Now, I'm not even like the biggest fan of the guy. There's a couple movies he's been in. That I'm like, oh, that's kind of okay. But the big thing is he does all of his own stunts and is actually like basically a stuntman himself. And that's Tom Cruise. Because he does all those Mission Impossible stunts himself. He was hanging off the side of a helicopter. Um, The new Top Gun movie, he's flying jets around. So, like, I could just imagine, he's like, okay, I'll go to my friends who have the jets, and we can bomb this demon, and then we're done.
1: Yeah, definitely. Honestly, I was thinking Tom Cruise, too. Like, I'm not even a huge Tom Cruise fan, but whatever, like, weird Scientology magic he has that lets him, like, hang on the side of airplanes and shit, I'm like, yeah, I want him fighting a demon. Yeah, he has, like, no fear. Yeah, that guy's um, insane.
0: I'm going to give, and I'd like My Name is Bruce quite a bit. There's parts that take me out of it. There's some questionable parts. Still fun overall. I'm going to give it a 6 actor out of 10.
1: Well, that seems like a perfectly appropriate score because I also went 6 actors to help me fight a demon out of 10.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, it's a fun movie. I will revisit it. I do. Um, if you're a Bruce Campbell fan, I think you should definitely watch this because you'll have a lot of fun with it. But um, it's not horrible. It's not great.
1: No, let's not kid ourselves. It's not a masterpiece. It's a Bruce Campbell meta movie saving a town of people who don't know what an actor is. But it does that great. But that's what it is. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So, man, I don't even know what like I'd watch this with. Because the obvious yeah. is like we'll watch it with the Evil Dead and stuff. I don't think it really goes with that stuff as much. I don't know what I would pair this with. If you're doing a double feature and one of them had to be My Name is Bruce, what are you putting with it?
0: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I'm trying to think of something kind of meta like this, because I know there are ones like, because you said, like, this is the end. But even that I would think would be, like, that's a huge apocalypse movie, and this was shot in Bruce Campbell's backyard. Like, that's going to be a hell of a tonal shift. <laughs>
1: um, I got mine, if you want a second. Yeah, go ahead. I'm saying, and hear me out, it's not a horror movie, but if I'm pairing it up with something at the Greg of the Dead drive-in, I'm going Jane Silent Bob Strike Back.
0: Oh, okay, that could be, I could see that.
1: I feel like both of those are, like, people, like, playing themselves and stuff just enough and, like, wacky antics. I'm like, I could actually really go for a double feature of those two.
0: That could be pretty good. I I would enjoy that. Ah, see, it's so hard, because I almost want to also go, like, Ed Wood or, like, The Disaster Artist or something. Yeah. I'm going to go Ed Wood.
1: Okay, I'll take it. Also covered this through October.
0: Yes. One of my favorites.
1: That was, I believe, the first movie we actually recorded for this massive month.
0: Yeah, it was one of the first ones I remember, because, yeah, you came over to record that one.
1: Yeah, that's when we had the stupid idea. Yeah. Alright, that's all I got on My Name is Bruce.
0: Yeah, so uh, we hope that you enjoyed My Name is Bruce. We hope that you're enjoying Throbtober. And we'll see you tomorrow for another Throbtober episode.
1: This brings to close another episode of Throbbing with Horror. But fret not friends. Another episode will be coming next week. Same time, same place. Be sure to check us out on all the social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin wherever you find your quality social media.